here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. I'm here to fight, baby. Seth Rollins, get your ass out here, boy. When I show up, it's business time, baby. That's what I thought, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shake Them Ropes Live. It is Shake Them Ropes uh, number 135, I believe. We are here after WWE Fastlane. Rob McCarran here. Jeff Hawkins on the TV as well, much bigger than I am because I've been panicking over the last five minutes. Again, as I usually am uh, prone to do, I've been panicking. Um, I got a new, uh, I actually got a new computer and things were supposed to be all set up and guess what? As we try to do the show, of course, they're not all set up like usual. So you can see Jeff has improved his look quite a bit. Congratulations to you, Jeff. <laughs> Just the tech stuff, not personally. Just the tech stuff, <laughs> not personally indeed, but we are uh, here. Hopefully uh, everything is coming out a-okay on your end. I'm monitoring the chat room, so if you have any issues, please let me know. And if you want to comment on the show, comment on the show. It's fun. We're live at VoicesOfWrestling.com. If you go to VoicesOfWrestling.com, you can actually see us right on the front page. You don't have to click links and all that stuff. We're right on the front page. Uh, you can also comment along with us on the YouTube site, youtube.com slash voices of wrestling or voices of wrestling.com slash YouTube will take you there. Uh, you can chat with others here live on STR live number 135. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm trying doing... to find myself. I'm trying to find myself on the front page of Voices of Wrestling. Yeah, you can see VoicesOfWrestling.com. You're on the we're on the front page. The new and improved website. Mm. Um, I have. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry for the late start, everyone. I was hoping, especially with the show ending pretty early, I was hoping we would get right on time. But of course, then issues uh, didn't allow that to happen. Uh, but yeah, we are right on the front page of voicesofwrestling.com. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the chat room. I am monitoring the chat. I'm going to look left to right because I'm really hoping my camera doesn't freeze tonight. That's an issue that I've been having lately. Uh, but we'll get into this card, this mm. WWE Fastlane show from start to finish. Uh, one of the more important and key matches, one of the better matches, frankly, happening on the pre-show. Uh, so yeah. we'll talk about the pre-show, the regular show, where we go into WrestleMania, and I probably make a fool of myself, fool of myself, I say, during the AJ Styles, Chris Jericho talk. But that is coming up a little bit later. Uh, Jeff, your overall impressions tonight of WWE Fast Lane. I thought overall it was a fun card. I, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't going to be it's not going to be a memorable card necessarily. But, yeah. you know, the matches were all pretty fun. I thought all of them were pretty solid. Uh, there were a couple of preposterous endings. OK, maybe. But other than, you know, but the matches themselves on the whole were great. And you know what? That You're right. That pre-show match 
over delivered in my opinion. It was uh, the pre-show match was good. The pre-show match was mm-hmm. good. I mean, let's start there. And if you want to comment on the show, comment in the chat room at YouTube. Uh, let's go into the pre-show match going 15 minutes. It was a best of three falls for the U.S. title. Kalisto versus mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio. I think on our pre-show, I had thought Alberto Del Rio was going to win this one, but we could have made a case for Kalisto. Uh, but yeah, we have Kalisto retaining the yeah. U.S. title. Sin Cara coming back, apparently not affecting that tag team situation. And uh, where does Alberto Del Rio go from here? We don't know. But uh, Callisto winning the match was that a big surprise? Huge surprise. I thought Huge. the Lucha Dragon. I thought well, I thought the Lucha Dragons were going back into the tag team scene for WrestleMania. Okay, I, I did, and and I thought Alberto Del Rio and the League of Nations would go on to something else. I don't know what, but this makes somewhat of sense if they're going after the tag team titles. But. Uh, no, and I think this might have been Alberto Del Rio's best match since returning. What do you think? Yeah, I would think that it's not too much to say that it's been Alberto Del Rio's best match. Um, he hasn't mm-hmm. had a lot of good matches, and I think every single one has probably been against Callisto. And, you know, giving him time, 15 minutes, not a lot of pressure, you know, being on the on the pre-show of this one. Uh, he showed some were, fire, I thought. Did, I mean, yeah. it, you know, it, 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 it versus the listless Alberto we usually get. I mean, this one was night and day. For yeah. me. Yeah. Um, it, it was really good. Alberto Del Rio has shown fire not so consistently, but when he does, I mean, he's he may not be the best wrestler in the world in the ring, but he's he, he can do other things very well that make him come out as a big star. Like to me, Alberto Del Rio is one of the few guys in the company that really comes off as a star when he's in the mm-hmm. ring. Um, but it's not consistently like John Cena consistently comes off like a star Alberto Del Rio. It's here and there. Uh, but in this one, yeah, Callisto, I mean, how, how much did this do for Callisto is Callisto winning a two out of three falls, the match itself, you know, pretty short first two falls, including Del Rio losing one by disqualification. So in a way it's like, yeah. Callisto really only won one time. Uh, so it's even in that aspect. So they may do another match from that. Uh, how much does this do for Callisto, though, beating Del Rio on this pay-per-view where, you know, only those watching on the network saw it? You know, if you ordered it on pay-per-view, you didn't even see this match. I, I don't think it does that much for Callisto. I, I mean, he's going to have these banana peel wins over and over and over again, and that seems to be the way that they're going to go with him. Um, and let's say put him in with another smaller guy, and then it'll be kind of more evenly matched. But as long as they're doing this David and Goliath type program with him. It, these are going to be the types of wins he gets. Now, mm-hmm. to your prior point, Del Rio, when he shows fire, is a presence on screen. Yeah. That's what you were looking for. That's yeah. what it is, is is when he's like motivated and acting and being angry and stuff, he is a compelling presence on screen. We saw that in Lucha Underground as well. Um, and and here he he decided to show it tonight, which, which is a positive. But for, as for Kalisto, I, you know, I don't, I don't like – I wish – this match, it was good for what it was, but I, I wish that they would give him a strong win here and there. I, I yeah. just don't see him as a compelling champ otherwise. All right. Yeah, I, I think Callisto going forward, I mean, I'm hoping this is the end of the Del, the, uh, Del Rio run, hopefully, mm-hmm. just because, I mean, we've seen it enough. But, I mean, yeah. we go into WrestleMania. Uh, this leads me really to believe that the U.S. title actually might be the belt that's contested in one of those multi-man ladder matches. Because yeah, that, that's possible. Yeah, Callisto fits that. You're not going to give Callisto a singles match at WrestleMania, I don't think, where Kevin Owens could probably go into a singles match if that's what they want to do. 
Uh, so yeah, Callisto defending that match in the ladder, or maybe loses it to Alberto Del Rio on Raw tomorrow. Who knows? Um, <laughs> God, I hope not. Yeah. I'd much rather see him in a multi-man match with like Neville and maybe Miz and a couple other guys of that stature. Yeah, and uh, people mentioning in the chat too that the pre-show was on YouTube and other places that show the free preview of the pay-per-view. I mean, more people yeah, saw. Rob. What I was pointing at is actually more people actually saw the Callisto match. Then they did the rest of the pay-per-view because you could watch it on YouTube. You could watch it on here. It wasn't on the on the regular pay-per-view, but it, it certainly seems like more people are watching on the network these days than our traditional pay-per-view. So more people probably saw this match than anyone else on the show. But yeah, Callisto gets the win there. And then we had the real pay-per-view starting. But before that, what'd you think about Mauro Ranallo? They finally gave him a chance to commentate on a pay-per-view. He did the pre-show match. Uh, did Mauro Ranallo add anything to the match or would it have been the same with Michael Cole? Oh, <laughs> really? You're asking me that question? No, Mauro Nala was fantastic yeah. on this call. Uh-huh. And especially because it was a good match and, and just his emotion added to it. Michael Cole would have been bad on this. He would have been pushing story or something to that effect. Mauro Ronaldo called this match great. And I thought he and JBL worked off each other quite well because they never worked together. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was very interesting. Now, uh, before we get into this main show, I want to thank again everyone who's joining us still flowing into the show. Um a little bit of a late start, but uh, those listening on our <laughs> podcast, lo- those listening on the podcast feed on demand later, thank you for listening too. If you're not aware, we do these shows live after pay-per-views. Uh, don't have a plan yet for the WrestleMania after show because uh, we might be a little uh, a little busy uh, that night. We'll see. Uh, later on in the show, I am going to make an announcement about VOW Live, the show that I host solely on the YouTube channel as well because we started doing mm. these STR shows first. Then I added something with VOW live on Monday. So we will have an announcement on that Uh, for those talking about calls in the chat room. uh, We are not taking calls tonight. Unfortunately, Uh, we are not taking calls. It is a taping of shake them ropes. So sorry, you can get your Yuji Hino takes in the chat room, type your questions in the chat. I am also monitoring the uh, Twitter feed at shake them ropes. So if you have questions, comments, something you want to get on the show at shake them ropes is the place to do it. Um, but yeah, we will talk about that kind of stuff a little bit later on. But first, the opening of the show, Jeff. They opened with yes. the Divas tag team match. Becky mm. Lynch and Sasha against Naomi and Tamina. Interesting call to kind of open a pay-per-view. Barry. Uh, that's about what I have for it. That's yeah, all no, you it, have for it? No, no. <laughs> it, it, it's It's an interesting thing. I don't think it was up to the level that I think everybody wanted it to be, but it was still a fine match. I mean, Tamina was in there way too long, I think. Yeah, it went went a good amount. I mean, I'm reading here, it went 10 minutes. It felt all of 10 minutes, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I still, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I mean, Sasha Banks tweeted out earlier today that she's focusing on a different plan for WrestleMania. Like, tonight she's getting through Team Bad. Tonight she's getting through Naomi and Tamina with Becky Lynch by her side. But what they did after the Royal Rumble, it looks like they can continue. Like this was just a little detour with Sasha, so Charlotte could get a win at Fastlane, get Brie Bella out of the way, maybe capitalize on all the Daniel Bryan stuff. I wouldn't be surprised um, if they kind of knew it was coming with Daniel Bryan, and that's why they switched to the Brie Bella stuff. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, Sasha Banks teasing that she's going for a match at WrestleMania against the champion, so they could very well kick off or restart the Charlotte. I, I thought I thought Sasha and Becky were fine in this match, and so was Naomi. I just think the beatdown of those two was a little bit 
too long. I think it went on for a bit too long there before they made the comeback to the point where it was almost like they killed them before they came back. Yeah. 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 Um, we uh, we got to so not a whole lot to the opening match. I mean, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks win um, ag- again, a little get me over so we can get to the WrestleMania Divas Championship match uh, before we get into the next one, the Intercontinental Championship match, which may, may have been my favorite match of the night. Mm. It is official on Twitter tonight. Stephanie McMahon tweeting out and then the WWE Twitter tweeting out today. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is officially signed to WWE. So for all those fearing that the physical might've been a mess, uh, no, he just went back home for a couple of weeks and now he is here. He's going to start at the performance center on Monday. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is officially signed to WWE. What's interesting about the tweet is that they tweeted out that he was signed to WWE NXT furthering the notion that it's possible he'll work the Dallas NXT takeover and then continue to work NXT and not be brought up to the main roster. That seems pretty likely, Jeff, right? That Shinsuke Nakamura will be in NXT for more than just the one show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we had a question, um, and maybe we'll tease this. Jeff, what was your favorite match of the night? Wow. Uh, stall for a bit. Tell me yours, and then I'll think. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with Kevin Owens and uh, Dolph Ziggler. I really liked the match as it was. I mean, the crowd was really hot for it. I thought they would open the pay-per-view with this match with Dolph Ziggler being from the Cleveland area with the fans going nuts for Kevin Owens, for it being for the intercontinental championship. You know, I'm stunned if you gave me two options, you know, the option that we had with the women's match going on first and then Kevin Owens or Kevin Mm -hmm. Owens going on first, then the women's match second, I would have bet a large sum of money uh, that it would have been Kevin Owens opening the show against Dolph Ziggler. That was probably my favorite match of the night. Although the main event is a close second behind that. Yeah, those are the two I'm 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 pondering, but I think I like the main event just a little bit more. Yeah, I like I like okay. You no, know, the main event was really good. I mean, we had um, you know, one of my friends was there live. He was a seat filler actually uh, for the show tonight. Uh, you know, he was a seat filler. They have, they, they have seat oh, fillers for pay per views. They have seat fillers. Yes, wow. they do. He was a seat, did not know that he was a seat filler tonight. So he got into the show. Uh, didn't have to pay anything. He just goes now and I- becomes a seat filler. He. He was raving to me just how over the main event was live in the building that, you know, I asked him any cool live notes and he's like, oh, this main event is awesome. And, you know, I think that was his probably favorite match of the night. The crowd seemed to be erupting for it. I also asked him, you know, when we had the Roman Reigns promo backstage with Dean Ambrose, it it seemed like the crowd was kind of booing Roman a little bit and they turned down the sound. A lot of people noted that on Twitter that they turned down Mm -hmm. the sound. He noted live that there was a very loud mixed reaction for Roman, that it wasn't all booze. There were a lot of cheers, too. Uh, So maybe they turned down the sound. Maybe it kind of drowned out some of the cheers, actually. But Dean Ambrose, uh, while not getting as loud a reaction as Roman, it was mostly all cheers. Like, it was all cheers for Dean, but a louder mixed reaction for Roman. So Roman is getting the louder reactions uh, than Dean Ambrose. Well, he's going to because he's going to elicit more hate <laughs> than Dean is. So it's going to go either way. And then and then to counteract people booing, people are going to cheer a little bit louder for him, I think. I, th- I think it, it, that's going to be the way it goes. It's yeah. going to be 50-50 yeah. all the way down. Uh, but to your point about the opener, uh-huh. um, I could see you know Becky or Sasha lobbying to open it to prove something. Yeah, I, I I could I could see that they. But have do they that have the stroke? Of, do they have the stroke to do that? Like if they lobbied for it, are they really going to listen to him? Well, you know, you suggest and you, you know, 
Maybe they did for once. Maybe they I did. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh, the second match of the night was our Intercontinental Championship match, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, going 15 minutes. There were there were a string of about four matches on the show that went all around the 15 to 16 minute mark. So they got some yeah. time, which is what we thought would happen, right? That there would be quite a few matches going long when there weren't a lot of matches announced previously. Uh, mm-hmm. Luckily, we got the one added match in here with a social outcast, but really it was kind of just a, a raw storyline almost. Hold on. Get... Did you just say luckily we got that in there? Well, luckily we only, well, I mean, I guess the lucky we, part of it nobody, was. Nobody, nobody was lucky enough yeah. to watch that match. I the, think it was terrible. The lucky part of it was that it went really quickly and <laughs> it wasn't a full match and it was just a storyline advancement with our truth and gold dust, you know, gold dust coming out to help our truth, but our truth still yeah. isn't buying it. Um, it, it's interesting because thank, thank God that story continues. Yeah, well, Jesus. They're, they're repeating the Cody Rhodes gold dust stuff, right? I mean, kind of in a way and the tag team partner helps out, but the other guy doesn't really want to do it. You know, gold dust didn't really want to do it. Uh, but you know, our truth here, it looks like they're going to be a tag team. The question is, are they going to be an important tag team? Are they going to go in with the new day? Are they going to be involved in the tag team scene all the way to WrestleMania? Or is this all just a little bit of time filler? Um, but maybe we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the R-Truth match. Um, yes and yes, but continue. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. Um, you know, I, I thought Kevin Owens was going to win this match because I, I felt like they had something planned for him at WrestleMania. Otherwise, this really mm-hmm. short one-week little title switch was a, you know not necessarily super odd. It fits in story, but uh, it would have been different. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens gets the win, and now he goes to WrestleMania, and Dolph Ziggler is kind of out of it no i mean do they do a rematch on raw or smackdown or they continue this feud all the way to wrestlemania and what do you think kevin owens does at wrestlemania at this point no i, I think the sammy Zayn match is the way to go at wrestlemania i think you introduce sammy tomorrow yeah. on raw possibly and i think you put dolph in that in that callisto multi-man thing for his title yeah he's uh, he's perfect for that kind of thing yeah too, people- so People in the chat also mentioning that it's more of a repeat of the Booker T gold dust angle. You're right. It is a little bit more you know, thinking about that back. It is a little bit more appropriate to Booker T and gold dust, which is effectively the <laughs> same thing. Cody Rhodes was similar, but yeah, that one probably fits a little bit better. Um, yeah. I don't know what Kevin Owens does at WrestleMania. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. I think they'll do a rematch on raw probably tomorrow night. That's WWE's thing, right? That they rematch, yeah. you know, on yeah. raw. Uh, why, why not? Who who cares what happened at the pay-per-view? Let's rematch it on Raw. And Kevin it was Owens so will get the good. Win. Let's put it on again. Yeah, that kind of thing. You're getting a pay-per-view quality match on free TV. You should watch now, our show. Ask, now, let me ask you, son. Did you yeah. for a moment think that Dolph was going to win that match? Oh, sure. During- yeah, no, it gave me doubt. Oh, did you? It okay. gave me a little doubt. Um, I mean, not a lot. It- but, as well. I, I did yeah. too. I thought for a moment, maybe they give him the win in his hometown. Well, I wouldn't have been surprised. I mean, Dolph Ziggler getting the win because in a way you could argue that Kevin Owens getting the belt was just more of a way to get the belt off Dean Ambrose and it gives Dolph Ziggler a big win here in the pay-per-view. So, you know, it didn't mean a whole lot for Kevin Owens to get the belt here. Uh, but right. uh, yeah, no, I, I'm anticipating whatever they do for WrestleMania with Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens is a draw in my mind. Like when Kevin Owens is on TV, I feel like oh, yeah. that segment is pretty important. Yeah, and and Kevin's one of those presences that you watch, and he'll just draw you in with whatever he's doing on there. And that's also, I think, why they also put this match on second was because Owens was going to win. If Dolph had won, they'd put it on first. We're getting people in the chat room, too. I didn't see that because I've been staying away from Twitter ever since the AJ Jericho match. I really kind of stayed away uh, from Twitter. Okay, Um, what happened? Kevin Owens has called out AJ Styles on Mm. Twitter. Now, sometimes these Twitter things are nothing. 
Uh, sometimes they're told to go tweet a certain thing and kind of kick something going, but AJ Styles is probably done with Jericho. Kevin Owens has the Intercontinental Championship being, you know, the, I don't know. I don't know what's in it for Kevin Owens, you know, fighting for a prize. I guess he's got to defend the Intercontinental title, but AJ Styles and Kevin Owens is a pretty good singles match for WrestleMania for the, I think the fan base that we attract on our show. Oh, I'd, I'd settle for that. Yeah, sure. (laughs) <laughs> oh no don't give me kevin owens and aj styles that'd be terrible it'd be oh, yeah, so give bad. me that no give me I, all of that i would give be it i would be excited for that one i would be uh anticipating that one is it enough though is it a is it enough to give the fans aj styles and kevin owens and turn those who are kind of you know not maybe disappointed with the card so far but not really feeling wrestlemania i mean is that enough for you know our type of fan base is that enough to put kevin owens and aj styles out there i just don't know with the number of people they have on the roster that you're going to have that many singles matches i I could see this one being multi-man with sammy and maybe dean or jericho or someone like that as well and then you know my guy vince couldn't vince couldn't decide which guy he'd want to call names on the air between (laughs) kevin owens and aj styles Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I really like the Kevin Owens win. I think it sets up some, yeah. some cool stuff. And it was a good match. I mean, Kevin Owens is consistently yeah. having really good matches on pay-per-view. The John Cena series, you know, he goes out there and really tries the the Survivor Series, the tournament match he was in. And then this uh, series with Dolph Ziggler has been uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, you, you know, you know what it is? It's the smack talking during the match. Yeah. No, he's great. Uh, that really is what, and, and the, and the Michael Cole feud continues the Michael Cole feud, which is a weird <laughs> program. Like, I don't even Very know weird. if Michael Cole knows what's going on there. It's just, you know, Kevin Owens is calling him out maybe. And yeah. Kevin Owens might be doing it just to try and get Michael Cole to talk a little bit more about him. Like Kevin Owens trying to do these political things to, you know, just make sure his name is on TV. I think it's just to keep the, keep the announcing team on edge. I think that's all I think it is. Big Show Kane and the Ryback going up against the Wyatt family. Uh, bad news for Luke Harper after this match, but otherwise, um, you know, going 10 minutes here, the big man match, I don't think a lot of people were really, you know, feasting over, uh, no pun intended, as we head into Fastlane, but this one was really good too. It's a little slow, but you expect these guys to kind of be a little slow, but I, I enjoyed this one. I thought this match kind of cemented a really good first hour of Fastlane. I thought over delivered. Uh, what's the uh, prognosis on Harper? Well, that's the thing. We I don't know, and maybe someone in the chat can uh, can see if WWE's Twitter acknowledged it or updated afterwards. But it was obvious. I know he Luke was Har- in pain. Yeah, Luke Harper was in yeah. pain. Luke Harper took the finish. The Ryback, you know, kind of, you know, Luke Harper landed on that left shoulder. I couldn't tell if it was an elbow or a shoulder or what might have happened specifically. Uh, but as soon as the finish came, Harper dumped out of there quick and ran to the back. I mean, he did not hang out with the Wyatt family. He ran to the back and they didn't show him on camera again. So I hope it's nothing serious. I hope Luke Harper can work WrestleMania, but I kind of fear when you get injured around this time, uh, it's, it's probably the worst time of the year. It's never a good time to get hurt, but it's probably the worst time right now. Yeah. Ryback, uh, having a lot of fun in this match. Oh yeah. Just doing what he was doing, especially doing the, like the CM Punk high when, knees when he did the high knees and he did the series of high knees like Ryback, he just laughs at it he just started yeah. laughing during well the <laughs> what happened was he did two series in this uh match that were notable i mean he did the yeah. scoop slam after scoop slam after scoop slam on luke harper then he did the running knees uh which i believe were also on luke harper and uh, he might have been hitting a couple of different people but uh he did the running knees and on one of his running knees he kind of overshot and he almost fell out of the ring and that yeah 
you could tell that whoever, I think he was hitting it on Luke Harper, uh, might've been Rowan, uh, but whoever did it probably said something to him. Cause Ryback just started laughing, like cracking up. Like, I know I almost fell out of the ring. Ha ha ha. I'm the Ryback. I'm dumb as fuck, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I, was, I, I love the I Ryback was, here. I was blown. And, and I love Braun Kane here Strowman, too, by the way. Braun Strowman taking that dive outside after the, after the, after the boot over the top rope was, uh, Got me a little frightened for him, especially if they were going to protect him for a match. But uh, I, I'm surprised they didn't give the Wyatts the win. What about you? Um, if they were going to do something with Undertaker, yeah, then they would have won here. Bray Wyatt was out of the match. So mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt isn't hurt. Like if he goes into a big match, if they end up doing the Brock Lesnar Bray Wyatt match, which after tonight, I don't know. I mean, Dean Ambrose yeah. might get that slot. I'm thinking that too. Um, if they do the Bray Wyatt Brock Lesnar match, Bray's not hurt by his team not winning here. Um, but it's right. clear now that they're going to have no involvement with the Undertaker. Like if you thought there might have been Undertaker involvement with the Wyatts, uh, it's clear after tonight that's not going to happen. Um, so I'm not that surprised. I'm not. I'm not that surprised. But let's. I mean, what about Kane? I mean, people give me shit all the time for loving Kane. Um, Kane was coming out yeah. here. Well, I mean, he's a big slow guy. But he was coming out here doing some pretty cool, like the running low drop kick. Uh, he was coming mm. out here in a house of fire. I mean, Kane looks pretty motivated these days to be doing the short run in spots. I mean, he's kind of just a man floating out there. Uh, nothing specific right now ever since the authority broke up. Uh, but he brought it tonight. They all brought it tonight. Yeah, I, I you know, it was a fun, it over it. It exceeded my expectations. I won't say it over-delivered, but it exceeded my expectations because I thought it was just going to be a lumbering, plotting thing. I thought yeah. Harper was going to do most of the spectacular stuff, but no. I mean, Ryback, watching Ryback in this match, I'm like, where's this Ryback been yeah. for the last few months? It, it's funny, too, because people ask about Bray Wyatt. I mean, this will be the third year in a row where Bray Wyatt gets a pretty big match at WrestleMania. I mean, The Undertaker, maybe. John Cena, maybe. If he gets Brock Lesnar, that's amazing, right? I mean, we talk about building new stars, and when you really look at it, while they not they might not be mainstream stars, they are putting guys in big spots that you wouldn't quite expect. I mean, Bray Wyatt, even if he loses at WrestleMania, just being in there against guys like Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker, that's a big deal. Uh, no, I disagree. I disagree because he's going to go 0-3 against all three of them. He's becoming, he's becoming big show almost. They heat him up for a guy that that you know, that he can lose to. And then, you know, he goes back down a little bit and then they bring him back up when they need him. But yeah, he's the next Kane and big show. Yeah. He's kind of that combination right there. Yeah. Um, what was next? What was the next match in the show? We had, uh, that six man, which again, I thought impressed. It oh. was the Charlotte Brie Bella match. Charlotte Brie yeah. going almost 13 minutes. Now this was uh, a match of some contention mm. on, uh, Twitter, you know, uh, people calling it sloppy people really hating on Brie Bella in this match, which I was a little surprised for. Yeah. It wasn't the most clean match of all time. Um, no. but I, you know, the crowd was really into it and I made a remark on Twitter that got me a couple of replies. Uh, I made a remark on Twitter like that may have not have been the cleanest match. It may have been ugly. Uh, but for those saying Brie sucked, Hey, the crowd was really into it. The crowd was pulling for Brie Bella and that is all that matters. And what I meant by that was, Matches don't have to be executed move for move perfectly to still be good. Right. I, and there are also really good executed matches that get no reaction from the crowds and people just say, oh, you know, there it kind of just filled up space. While execution generally and mostly matters 
to get that good reaction, like it's, it's more often than not, you'll get a well-executed match that receives a good crowd reaction than not. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's, it really doesn't matter as long as the, you know, that reaction is good. I I've seen plenty of really bad, badly executed matches moves wise, uh, rock and Hogan, Hogan and warrior, a lot of Hogan matches, really a lot of John Cena <laughs> matches that sometimes are sloppy, but the importance is there. The characters are there. The story is well told and the matches turn out really well. I'm not trying to say that move for move doesn't matter at all. It generally helps, but at the end of the day, that crowd really reacted well to Charlotte and Brie Bella. So if you're going to shit on Brie Bella all night long, the 10,000 people in Cleveland seem to like it just fine. I kind of went down the middle. I said, yeah, it's a bit sloppy, but that's one of the better Brie Bella matches I've seen. Yeah. Um, and part of it's the emotion. I think part of it is the fact that I think the crowd actually bought into a Brie Bella title win here. Yeah. I mean, um, I, at one at one point when did. she had the half, when she had the half crab on. They thought she was going to win it because there's no way you break a half crab unless you do something preposterous, which is what happened because the ending was absolutely preposterous in terms of getting thrown off of that half crab. That was, I just went, huh? And Michael Cole Cole was selling it that her leg gave out because, I mean, Brie Bella's leg was being worked on most of the match. So it's not out of the realm that, you know, her her leg kind of gave out. that was someone in the back watching on a monitor and say, save that. that right. That's what that was. <laughs> but, right. you know, like it was a sloppy match, but it was one of Bree's best in terms of emotion and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, you know, the crowd got into it towards the end. They were very quiet. They were into it. They were, they were quiet for a point. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that. Rob. Uh, we, okay, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, I got you. Um, lost you there for a second, but we got him. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I, I noticed the crowd obviously was pretty, they were not wanting to love this match. They were not wanting to get into it. Seemed like they really just didn't care. But then as you are supposed to do, Brie and Charlotte worked to get them into the match and it worked. I mean, that crowd at the end, if you're thinking they were silent for the whole way through, you're wrong. And I'm not saying you, Jeff, but you know, anyone out there who thought, oh, the crowd was bored. They were silent during this. No, they reacted really well to the finish. And that's kind of the point of pro wrestling, you know, get them, hook them. And they did. I mean, Charlotte and Brie frickin' Bella, you know, hooked them. And I thought it was perfectly fine. The crowd enjoyed it. You know, I, I texted with my friend and he didn't say anything negative about it. So, I mean, hey, it worked. And then, you know, everyone complaining that it was so sloppy. And then Brie Bella just looked like she was the worst in that match. People comparing her to Eva Marie, which is just unfair. Slow down. Yeah, slow down with that. <laughs> then you had AJ Styles and Chris Jericho go out there where yeah. they were slopping up stuff left and right. Yeah, a little bit. This was still a this nice might have been, match. It, it might have been their worst of the three, though. You think so? I mean, it it was not as good as the SmackDown match. Okay. The Raw match is kind of hit and miss because the Raw match ended abruptly and it had a, and it kind of had a sloppy finish there. Actually, all three of the matches have had kind of a sloppy finish. This might have been the best finish was, of all three. I thought it was better than the Raw match. Yeah, uh, and, and the Raw it, match is the one that you could think it's better than for sure. Yeah. I, uh, my note, and here's my quote-unquote hot take. Sure. Whoever, set, whoever came up or lobbied for Chris Jericho to kick out of the Styles Clash needs to be fired. I don't care who it is. You need to be fired for no. making that suggestion because <laughs> all of our talk of, oh, they're protecting the styles clash and whatnot. Yeah. Chris Jericho is apparently no, not, <laughs> no Tanahashi or anything like that. Yeah. Let's have him kick out of the move. 
the first time we unveil it against a big opponent. Yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit Dear more about that. God. I know. I want to talk about the Styles Clash. Um, Grammarian on the uh, chat room is saying, if you're conceding that it wasn't clean, don't complain that people called it sloppy. I'm not fucking complaining that people called it sloppy. Don't get angry, Rob. They I'm angry about this because I'm about to get angry about AJ Styles and Chris Jericho. I'm not complaining oh. that people were calling it sloppy. I'm people. I'm complaining that people said the match wasn't good because it was sloppy and that people didn't react because it was sloppy. People did react and the match was fine. I'm complaining that people okay. are holding out all this sloppiness on Brie Bella and focusing on that as if it was a complete negative that buried the match. It didn't. Yeah, it was unsloppy. Don't care. Didn't matter. It wasn't, mm. And it's also Charlotte. It's hard to be completely. I mean, Sasha Banks can't be completely clean against Charlotte. Becky Lynch can't be completely clean against Charlotte. It's not all Brie Bella. Sometimes the canvas you're working on, and it's a big canvas with Charlotte. You just can't get everything as smooth. Uh, well, if you were trying to wrestle a bigger person <laughs> than you, sometimes it's tough. I'm just saying. But AJ Styles, Chris Jericho. Okay. We've talked on this show. We have talked on this very show. And I've tried yes. to defend WWE and I've tried to defend those, um, you know, I, I thought it was outrageous that everyone was mm -hmm. getting so worked up over AJ Styles, not doing the styles clash, telling you, wait mm -hmm. a bit, wait a bit. And I'm not wrong oh, yeah. still for doing so. And it wasn't stupid. Oh. It wasn't a stupid point. I'm not wrong for doing that. You should wait. You should be freaking out after two weeks of him not doing the styles clash. Well, now <laughs> they saved it all for tonight and they saved mm -hmm. it for Chris Jericho to kick out of seems yeah. a bit odd this this point in itself does not make me wrong for those who are pointing out no. oh for that that talking point that they were saving the styles clash is so stupid no what's stupid is that they saved it for this for having chris jericho kick out of <laughs> the very first time he hits it on chris jericho oh it's terrible it, it's an absolute <laughs> it's an absolutely death knell move for AJ Styles, because now everybody's going to expect other people who are better than Chris Jericho to kick out of it every time. It kills the move. It absolutely it killed the move. Okay, well, now here's well, and this is the thing. I can take both sides of this, too. It's it's odd. I don't know if it's necessarily stupid. I don't think people have to freak out. It's odd a little it's, bit. I can take the other side here and say this is Chris Jericho. It's a former world heavyweight champion. It's a high caliber opponent. This isn't Heath Slater kicking out of the styles clash and they've built up the calf crusher so well that the calf crusher is his primary finisher, right? I mean, by now it's yes. obvious that's his primary finish. That's also the finish he can hit on more people in WWE. I mean, he, this guy was having trouble getting Chris Jericho up for the styles clash. He, it seems like he couldn't do it to Roman reigns at all. It seems like he's not going to be able to do it to a big show type. So getting this mm. other finisher over is probably a smart thing to do. A lot of the talking points that I've seen, maybe I've maybe I'm missing some. A lot of the talking points I'm seeing is that it was a wasted opportunity that you can make yes. the Styles Clash so much bigger. And you're right, that is true. Could it have done? Well, could it have been done better? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think it's the end of the world that Styles had someone kick out, especially when it's the level of Chris Jericho. I kind of disagree here, but I also think it's possibly the rest of us thinking AJ Styles is going to be pushed in the main event at some point, which I have my doubts. But if he were, Chris Jericho is your gatekeeper. You kill him with the Styles clash, and then a guy of more importance can kick out of it later down the line, and then it's kind of a big deal. 
it, it, now if he gets it on a guy who's higher on him, even a Kevin Owens in some respect, and Kevin Owens just willy nilly kicks out the first time. Now, now you expect to kick out every time, mm-hmm. unless it's the transition move into the calf crusher, which I think is a bad idea. Because well, that's another point too that he could have hit the clash, uh, hit, hit the clash, and then immediately applied the calf crusher, like not even have the kick out. Uh, you know, someone yeah. in our chat is mentioning that right now. You could do that. Um, it, it's it, it could go both ways, and I still think it's a little too early because I, it's not like tomorrow on Raw AJ Styles is going to hit the you know the Styles clash and someone's going to kick out of it. It probably will be his finisher for all those below the main event type, but. I also got heat within our very own voices of wrestling slack. This was a, this was a, you know, a bone of contention, a contention to bone. I don't even know. Whatever. What's the, fr- I don't know. Whatever. Bone, the bone of contention is the correct. Bone term. of contention. Contention to bone is something that I do personally outside of. Anyway. Most women have a contention to bone with. Never mind. Continue. With you. Yeah. You're fucking hideous. Um, <laughs> anyway. The issue of AJ Styles and, you know, I mentioned in the VOW Slack chat that, you know, everyone kicks out of finishers in WWE and main event matches. It's the thing. You know, people kick out of the AA for John Cena. People have kicked out of the F5, right? Stop. Stop. I'll stop you there. Stop me. Because main event guys kick out of main event guys finishers. Guys who have been established kick out of guys finishers. AJ Styles still hasn't been established. Kevin Owens kicked out of the AA on his first night. All right, fine. First night. People do it. People do it. People do it, but he was going to be a big deal. Yeah. And he was going to be big. They were planning on pushing Kevin Owens. It's different. This is apples and oranges. AJ, AJ Styles is going to be a big deal. No, he's not. AJ no, Styles might be not. one of a very few number of people getting a singles match at WrestleMania. Well, okay. Why is Chris Jericho kicking? What good? Uh, Chris Jericho this in WWE what land. Chris Jericho is main event. Does, what good does it do Chris Jericho to kick out of this? What good? Because they're not building him up. Oh yeah. No, I I agree. I I don't think they should have had the kick out tonight. I agree with the point yeah. that they should not have had the kick out. But I also I'm just trying to play devil's advocate for those who are really freaking out. I think you can be upset, not even upset, but disappointed. You can be disappointed. You can think it was I'm a wrong move but you yes. don't have to freak out of it and say it was the stupidest thing ever. The world's not ending. It's close. I don't think it's ending. I don't think it's close either. Um, what did we have after this wonderfully, uh, you know, and I thought the match was pretty good, even with the sloppiness. Um, I, I just don't think it was the best of the three, which is a little, di- you know, disappointing. I thought this one was going to be, uh, you know, probably a, I, a match of the night for sure. And I think Kevin Owens yeah. outdid him. I think they overplanned it a little bit because you could tell there were times that they were waiting to do things here and there. And it was one of those where the flow was interrupted by plans. I think plans, plans yeah. change. Speaking of plans change, Curtis Axel got a pay-per-view match. Two minutes with our truth. Uh, yeah. Mm. This story has to be on the pay-per-view. We can't just leave it on raw. Let me, it's, it's the, black history month. We have to put our truth out there. The percentage I want to give, uh, just give me a one to 10, mm-hmm. 10 being likely one being not likely scale mm-hmm. of one to 10. Our truth wrestling on the main show of WrestleMania, excluding a battle Royal match. Two, two. So you're saying there's a chance 
And the I'm only chance would be chance. like a multi a multi man tag team match, which they. I'm I'm saying there's a chance he could be in the cool down spot like he was here. Yeah. What they used to give the divas. Yes. Not anymore. Not a, no more. At least this year. At least this year. Right. And then we had our main event. Mm. The main event of the program. The main event of WWE Fastlane. The second year in a row that Roman Reigns has been in the main event of Fastlane. Both times for the right to go on to WrestleMania, to wrestle yes. in the main event. Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. The I was eyeing the five dimes odds before the show, uh, kind of eyeing those odds that were happening with, uh, with Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar. When I first started checking today, early today, Brock Lesnar was a huge underdog. He was actually the biggest underdog to win this match. Dean Ambrose was right there kind of with him, a slightly less underdog. And then Roman Reigns was mm -hmm. the big favorite. As this show came closer and closer, the odds between Roman and Dean Ambrose were shortening and shortening and shortening. It never got to the point where Dean Ambrose was even money, but it was close. And I right. thought that might have been smart money coming in and they might be throwing you a curve. At the end of the day, when the show started, it was obvious the smart money never came in because the odds just weren't too outrageous. But people were kind of buying Dean Ambrose. We talked about it on our preview show. People were buying the idea that Dean Ambrose might actually win and be a surprise in this match at the end of the day in what was a lauded main event for those live. People love this uh, main event live. It was the destruction of Brock Lesnar doing everything they could to keep him out of the decision. A tease possibly for Dean Ambrose to still be involved with Brock Lesnar. But Roman Reigns clearly going on to Triple H at WrestleMania no surprise, I think we both picked Roman Reigns to win. We weren't swayed by any of the buildup. Roman Reigns winning and going on to Triple H. Your main event seems set right now, uh, barring mm -hmm. any unforeseen Daniel Bryan-like stuff, which I really just can't see happening. Roman Reigns and Triple H is going to be your main event at WrestleMania for the title. Yeah, I. Uh, the only way, and I explained the odds, I go, well, if the smart money's coming in on Dean, but Dean's not going to be able to hold on to this until WrestleMania. We may get the win here, and then it'll be something to do in the six weeks because we have we have a long time now until WrestleMania. They got to figure out a way to we build do, this. We do have a pretty good amount of time. I mean, there's uh, what one more Raw here in February, uh, and then we're going to have five five, five Raws until uh, you know in March. So we got six Raws. We got a month and a half uh, yeah. to go here. Uh, so a lot of stuff could happen. But yeah, I thought the match was really good. I mean the. It was smart. It was smart booking the two to work together to try and eliminate Brock. But Brock, the beast that he is, keeps coming back and coming back. You know, Brock. I loved the match. Yeah, Brock's, I loved the match up until the end. His, the end was a bit anticlimactic. I thought it was a bit anticlimactic. But at the same time, you know, Dean Ambrose was going for the kill. He had the chair. He was beating up both Roman Reigns and and Brock Lesnar. We didn't have the heel turn. No, no heel turn tonight, as far as Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns goes. Uh, so they could still conceivably be friends. You know, the same thing that happened after Survivor Series. You know, we we both fought hard. We both fought to win. But now we're on the same side again because I won and you, Dean, lost again because you're my little brother. I'm the big brother. I win. I win things. You are the loser of the group. I'm the winner. I I admittedly was surprised that the Wyatts did not come out and destroy Brock at some no. point after they had after they had put him through the two tables. I mean, I liked the hope spot when he came back in and did the belly to back off of the uh, Samoan drop. I thought that was a smart little spot. I thought they were true to the Dean character in terms of doing what it takes to win and being a little bit off kilter and just attacking at certain points. And the chair spot, I loved that. 
I did. I thought that was great. I thought there needed to be some time for Roman to sell the chair shots before hitting the spear. But then again, he has a flak jacket on. Maybe those absorb chair shots. Uh, but overall, I mean, Brock didn't do all that much, but what he did was great. Mm-hmm. And then destroying him, destroying him was smart booking. I, I yeah. agree with that part of it. And then the, uh, you know, the Ambrose Roman part was, uh, <laughs> got the crowd into it. Cause the crowd was thinking Dean was going to win this and then kind of fell a little flat at the end when Roman won. And then the stare down, uh, Dylan, our friend Dylan, of course, doubling down on the political hit because, <laughs> Then Triple H comes out and just they have this lame kind of stare down thing. But as a match, I thought this match was was great. I, I had a lot of fun with it. A Twitter writes in at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. A live crowd's reception to a televised match is, quote, all that matters is silly. Further, you apply the metric inconsistently. Well, shock there. I apply something inconsistently. But anyway, <laughs> a live crowd's reception to a match being all that matters is silly. Someone is writing me on Twitter and yeah, that, that that could, I mean, I don't know about that. It changed WrestleMania plans two years ago. A live crowd's reception kind of in a way, it might be all that matters. I mean, that's what they listen to. Yeah. That's that's what causes the Daniel Bryan going into WrestleMania. That's what can cause Roman Reigns' push to be stalled a little bit. And I'm talking more in the ways of internally in a match. Not Mm. not period. Not Roman Reigns coming out to a promo and getting shit on. I'm talking about inside a match. I'm talking about in the context of Brie Bella and Charlotte, where the crowd is completely dead. And you see women's matches like this all the time in WWE, where the crowd's dead throughout from start to finish, never caring. Even when the bell happens, this, yeah, this one, one was, was not different because they, they, well, no, they, they, they got into it emotionally on the ramp they up d- to the finish. They did. They got into it. The crowd was but in were it. dead, but they were dead. They were dead the at a point, time. but Hey, the crowd was dead for AJ and Chris Jericho for a small little portion. Bad example, right. mostly because they were more dead for other matches. Obviously Curtis Axel and our truth, but Curtis Axel and our truth didn't get the crowd into it. Like Brie Bell and Charlotte did. I'm talking at the end of the day for a match, you know, if the crowd is into it, that's all that matters. And I'm saying into it, not booing or cheering, because you can be into it and booing like crazy, too. Right. As long as they care. Yes. As long it's as you the care. silence that I'm saying, you know, them okay. being silent for an entire match. Bad. Them reacting yes. loudly in any way, whether good or bad. Uh, that's much better. And that's what happened with Charlotte and Bree. So am I applying metrics inconsistently? Um, I think that's the only thing I do consistently. Honestly, that's all I do consistently. Um, but that is, uh, so at this point, I mean, a hundred percent that it's probably not going to change, right? That Roman Reigns and Triple H is your main event for WrestleMania. Yes. All right. I, uh, I put up a, tw- a poll on Twitter before we started our show. Um, I put up the poll that I'm trying to find right now. Uh, but it was about tonight's show. It was a thumbs up, thumbs down. What, what did you think at shake them ropes on the show overall? WWE Fastlane 2016, and this is stunning to me. Okay. Because I want to get your answer before I do the polls. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, Jeff. Easy thumbs up. Easy thumbs up, right? I think easy thumbs up. There were really good matches on the show, three of them. Three Mm -hmm. really good matches on the show, plus the kickoff show, really four really good matches on the show. 
you know, they, you can the, nit you can nitpick and, and talk yourself into not liking this show, but the show was pretty good. And I'm wondering if it was just Roman Reigns winning that set the whole tone for disappointment to some. But we that had, could, the, you know, the, yeah, this was our Twitter reaction at Shake Them Ropes. WWE Fastlane 2016. Thumbs up. 16 percent. Thumbs down. 48 percent. Thumbs in the middle. 36 percent. Almost a majority saying thumbs down. This is stunning can, to me. It's easy thumbs up for me. I can make a case for thumbs in the middle. I can. If but you want to nitpick, if you if you want to nitpick things like the Styles clash being wasted and Brie Bella being a little and AJ Styles matches being a little sloppy, sure, thumbs in the middle as a show because that's you know that's a significant portion of the card. You know that's what a, about a sixth of the card right there that might have been a bit sloppy. But from pre-show to to the end. I, I was never looking at my phone checking no. the time. No, I, I don't. I don't understand how you can say thumbs down. Thumbs in the middle, I'll, I'll defend you on, but thumbs down, no. I don't know. I don't wrong know. people. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, think you're, I think you're, I think they're trolling you. That's this, the only explanation. With this I news have. vote, yeah, we have a majority saying thumbs down. I can't believe. I mean, you had Callisto and Alberto Del Rio. You had AJ Styles and Chris Jericho, which may not have lived up to expectations, but still really good. The main event, excellent, and then Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. If we yeah. get pay-per-views, if we get WrestleMania with four really good it, matches like this, I'll be happy because we may not get that. We said Ryback was in a good match, people. It's it's I crap on the WWE more than anybody out of the out, out of the voices of wrestling family, I think. And I liked the match. So it was I mean I mean I liked the card. Yeah, I mean people, it was a, it was a thumbs up. I don't yeah. understand. I think, yeah, I think good, it's just Twitter people being Twitter people. I think the good far outweighed the bad on this show for sure. I mean, I, you can make the case obviously for thumbs in the middle. I mean, some people in our chat room talking about how it was front loaded. That's for sure. I mean, the front half of the card yes. was a bet, you know, yes. better than the last half of the card. So on that idea, you're kind of going down as you watch the show, which I can see if you exit with the uh, lower mentality on that show, that's fine. Um, but you're talking, I mean, one person saying total garbage. I don't know what you were watching. And then this is what's coming up consistently. I can't give thumbs up to a show that has an Edge and Christian segment and a Curtis Axel R-Truth match. And the R-Truth Curtis Axel match going two minutes is a storyline advancement. It was it was easy. It was better than, you know, what you could have had in that two minutes was, you know, some will say two minutes longer on the AJ Chris Jericho match. But more realistically, you would have had a two minute long video segment or a two-minute ad for Susan G. Komen for The Cure, or two minutes for whatever bullshit thing they're doing in that month, instead of two minutes added to a match. So I'm fine. At least they give you something in ring. I, you know, I don't... Are, are, are they judging it that every single thing has to be great? Every single because thing has that, to be the that, best thing I've case, ever seen. Well, it, no, let, let's... Let's give them the benefit of the doubt here, Rob. No, I'm uh, assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming if you're saying thumbs down on the show, it's because that... Our truth Curtis Axel match wasn't five stars. Yeah, or maybe they wanted Dean Ambrose to win. That's the only thing I can think of. And ending on a sour note like that. But I mean, WrestleMania to me last year, everybody talking about how great it was, that blew me away. That that was, you know, that was a waste of my time, half of that stuff at WrestleMania. And, you know, that not everything in that was perfect, but people gave that a ceremony almost a unanimous thumbs up i don't understand how you go into this and go nah this sucked <laughs> i was like okay uh well, what, what do you want yeah. i mean i mean if, if you want an nxt show top to bottom great you know how we gush on that i could see if you're comparing it against that sure it's a thumbs down possibly but 
Yeah, no. we have you, Chris. Look at this critically, you can't. Yeah. You can't do Chris, it. Chris in our chat room is saying, "Why give the Wyatts a loss? Why bury the Styles clash? Why end with Roman over no selling to the moon landing? Um, you know, all that and the not- new. Hold on, all that and the new day face turn. Why the Wyatts a loss? Who cares? It was a six man. Either team could have won. Bray Wyatt wasn't in the match. It doesn't kill anything for WrestleMania. Why bury the Styles clash? They didn't. A former world champion and main eventer who still has a who still has a spot in WWE on the top of the card, Chris Jericho." kicked out of a finish for AJ Styles, a finish that he's Rob, also beat people with. All Rob, that new, do you think, I'm let me send, ask you that. I'm send you, Rob, I'm going to send you to your corner for about five seconds. Here, I'm in the and corner. Then, and I'm, I'm going to talk to Chris. I'm in, I'm in the corner. Go to the corner. All right. Now, Chris, I understand your complaints because a lot of those are the same, but the matches themselves were not any less enjoyable just because the logic wasn't there necessarily. It was still an enjoyable show overall. That's what I'm saying. All right, Rob, you're back in. Hot tag. All right. Um, let me ask you this, though. New Day, do you think that was a face turn for the New Day? Yes. All right. Maybe. Because, I mean, I can't see any other reason to put them against the League of Nations who are outwardly heels. They're <laughs> outwardly heels. So that that might be the direction. Yeah, everybody else was saying, well, this is a face turn for the League of Nations. I'm like, no, because they're they're kind of aligning the new day with edge and Christian here. So no, that's true. That's true. Um, what did I plug at the start of the show? Oh, if you're watching on the YouTube chat, please hit the thumbs up button. Take one second, (laughs) hit the thumbs up button, like the video. Not after you yell at people. I didn't yell it. I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I don't even know. Why am I upset about the show? I just wanted to, I had fun watching the show. I thought it was good. I had fun. It was good matches. It was good stuff. And then I'm just seeing constant bitching by some, and not everyone in the chat room. I'm not trying to disparage everyone. It was a couple of people and it just gets to me a little bit. Just people, you know, trying to find the one thing to bitch about on the show when this was one of the better pay-per-views in a while. Um, Trust me, I'm bitching hard about the Styles Clash thing, but that didn't make it a not enjoyable show for me. I mean, I I want someone fired over it. I do. I want someone fired over the Styles Clash thing. It's just a dumb move. Do you still think it was Chris Jericho's idea probably? The kick out of it or the match? Yeah, the kick out of it. Mm. Or do you think that Chris Jericho might have fought, hey, I want to I want to be the first, you know, I want to go down to the Styles Clash move, make it important, and then some, you know, probably Brian James backstage say, no, Chris, you shouldn't kick out of it. Don't let him do you like that. It's AJ Styles. Who's he, you know? I don't know if it was, it was that heavy, but it might have been one of those things where it's like, well, all these guys in New Japan lose to it. Our guys are better. Let's have someone kick out of it. I don't know if Jericho would be the guy to say that, but yeah, the knows? Rose. People, the Royal Rumble was great. WWE has actually had a good string of pay-per-views. I don't, you know, it, it's so easy sometimes I forget like how good the pay-per-views have been. So you just get into this mode like it's the best pay-per-view in a while. Like they've had good pay-per-views, uh, but this was certainly not one that broke the streak of good pay-per-views. Uh, thumbs up for me. Uh, but yeah, like the video. I thank everyone for watching. I really do appreciate it. Whether you whether you think I'm wrong about something or think I'm right or think Jeff's wrong or think Jeff's right. You know, just you never come, wrong. That's true. You're never wrong. Just coming to the show yeah. and, you know, arguing with us. I appreciate it. I appreciate, you know, because I, I will admit that a lot of times I'm often wrong. I'm not wrong about the Styles Clash. I'm not wrong about Brie Bella. I'm really not wrong about anything I said tonight. So forget me saying I'm wrong. I'm never wrong. I'm never wrong. Um, at Shake Them Ropes, you can argue with me off the show. Uh, I, Wait, what's your announcement? I promised the people something about VOW Live. Yes. We're not going to do it every week. It's not going to be something that happens every Monday night. Um, 
I have found, <laughs> no, I have, I have found last week yes. we were pretty low on topics. Honestly, we mostly talked about Kevin Owens winning the intercontinental title, which is a, a small little cool moment, but to spend an hour live right after raw talking about it probably wasn't necessary. And that's usually mm -hmm. what we do on shake them ropes anyway. Um, what I'm going to do is schedule VOW live probably two times a month, uh, two times a month, come on here. And generally when there's topics really big outside of the world of WWE, because if there's a big WWE topic, we talk it here on shake them ropes, likely rich and Jeff will cover it on the voices of wrestling podcast a couple of days later. Um, but if there's a big like new Japan story or big TNA or a big signing or big, or maybe a really big WWE story that I really want to talk about after raw, uh, we'll still have it a couple of times. It will not be weekly, um, but I, I really like the call-in segments. I really like the call-in show aspect. You know, Jeff and I doing Shake Them Ropes after a pay-per-view, we're not a call-in show. I want to do a call-in show, and VOW Live on Monday night seems to be better for that because uh, we can really just concentrate on topics. You want to do like Yuji Hino. If you want to talk Yuji Hino, who I will admit, I still don't know who he is. Don't care. Won't look him up. Don't care. Um, but if you want to talk Yuji Hino... We can do that on VOW Live. There will not be one tomorrow. The live show of this week on the Voices of Wrestling Network is this one right here that you are watching. Uh, Shake Them Ropes Live for, for WWE Fastlane. So no VOW Live tomorrow. Um, might be one March, uh, March 1st, I believe, is the next Monday. Uh, so we might do it. Or March 29th, actually, or February 29th. I actually think the last day of this month is on a Monday. I'm not sure. We might do one then. The Road to WrestleMania, the kickoff. Uh, but there will probably be two, two of them in between now and WWE WrestleMania. So we'll schedule those. Follow at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter because that's where you'll know if one is scheduled or not. I will set up the page a couple of days in advance so you can kind of bookmark it. If you guys, if you guys there in the chat really want us to do it more, I'm not opposed to doing it more. I just don't think the interest is there and the topics are there to do it every single week. Uh, but if I am convinced otherwise, somehow I will listen Rob at voices of wrestling.com is the email or shoot me something at shake them ropes. Um, as you can see on the screen, uh, we do have a little, uh, a little PayPal link. If you want to donate to the show, um, Jeff needs his profits. He's driving me to be more monetary on this show. It's really all him. If it were up to me, I would do the show for free and actually toss away money that was tossed our way. But Jeff is this mic didn't pay for itself, people. Jeff is opening I, I up the guitar that. case. He stole the guitar case from the drifter, and he wants you to throw his money in it. Last note before we go, Jeff. Yes. Second to last note. Get the show on iTunes. <laughs> the links are in the description. Voicesofwrestling.com. Uh, go there. All the information is there. Get the show on iTunes. And if you are a listener on iTunes and have not rated or reviewed Shake Them Ropes yet, you should go do that now. It's very nice uh, for you to <laughs> rate and review no. us. No, calm down first and then go right and review. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it angry. Grammarian on the chat says, bye, Jeff. Bye, Rob. You're never wrong, by the way. Thank you. And for those saying we want more, we want more of, uh, of VOW Live. I would love to do more. I just, I just don't know if the interest is there on a whole to keep it sustained. And it takes a lot of time. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it takes some some time on, on a late Monday night. I'm in the East coast. We do that show. I get done with it at about 1230 in the morning on Monday. Maybe night. if there's a way to, maybe there's a way to figure out if the other voices of wrestling staff could maybe could, 
contribute or something to that effect. So but we'll, this we'll, is your ba- we'll but this is your baby. So. Yeah, and I don't want to be that guy because I say this all the time. Like we have the down, we have the PayPal link because we're we're seeing if anyone would be interested in donating to the show, and it would be helpful, obviously. But it's not like we're getting a ton of donations by any means. So I mean, if you really if those if they really want to put the money where the mouth is, they can do that. But I'm not begging for donations by any means, and donations aren't going to change. I just think two two a month is probably enough. I mean, not every week is something really crazy happening, and uh, we cover most of the WWE stuff on on Shake Them Ropes. Jeff and Rich mm-hmm. cover all the rest of it on the Voices Joe of Wrestling Rich. podcast. What did I say? Jeff and Rich. You oh said God, this twice you're now. not you're not being I'm- invited to the Voices of Wrestling pod. Yeah, of course not, because everybody else has done it except me. And I, I should be able to do it someday. I, I did it by accident and by force. Yeah, I so, know. I know. I, mean, I know what they think of me over there. That's fine. Rich, just. That rich uh. guy. It really is just Rich's fault. <laughs> I mean, he hates you for some unknown reason. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, subscribe to the show. It's free. Uh, you know, I, we don't make anyone pay for anything. We don't make anyone pay for our podcast, for our live stream, for the website. Um, we don't make anyone pay. We're completely free. Jeff, your new mic is holding up very well. I am proud of you. Thank you. You got the professional setup. You look great. Maybe I'll ship you one of these extra Johnny Mundo Lucha Underground posters we had from the contest, and you can put that behind you on the old uh, wall of beige. I, I could. Well, it's actually off-white. Well, I could get Johnny to it's sign it for he me. Had, he had to correct me. Well, it's already autographed, actually. Yeah, I they, know, they but were auto- you want a second autograph. Jo- jo- Johnny Mundo would not be the guy I'd pick because since I run into him. Okay. Yeah, you run. Oh, that's right. Jeff, big baller, runs into him. No, no, he's just part of the improv community now. So it's one of those things. Yep. Uh, Chris on Twitter at Shake Them Rope says, even though you yelled at me in VOW Live, I still love you, man, and you are wrong. <laughs> Appreciate that. A great note to end the show on. I want to thank everyone for watching live. I want to thank you for listening on the on-demand podcast version. Subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us on iTunes, like the video on YouTube, and say nice things to Jeff on Twitter at CrapGame13. We will be back with another episode of Shake Them Ropes on the audio podcast feed on Tuesday. I believe we're going to do it. Tuesday, we're going to talk uh, a match on our top 100 list. We will talk about the kickoff to WrestleMania booking. And we will talk about the rematch of Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens sure to happen tomorrow night on WWE Raw. And hey, maybe, just maybe, AJ Styles will beat somebody with a, with the Styles Clash. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Like Toru Yano, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll find out. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Shake Them Ropes live. Appreciate it. See ya. Good night. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.